Happy Thirsty Thursday, everybody, and welcome back to Date Me or Hate Me, a podcast all about dating. I wanted to start by, again, apologizing that I missed last week's episode. I had a work event pop up, and normally they don't start until Fridays, and this one started on Thursday instead, so I had to travel there for that. So I apologize that did take away some of my recording time because I do actually record the episodes on Thursday because all the other days are typically pretty busy so I don't get to get like a head up on them but like I said I'm gonna try really hard not to miss anymore even if I do have to travel for Thursdays so thanks for bearing with me during all of that. I also wanted to say thanks to everyone who's been listening since the beginning and giving me feedback and all that stuff. I really, really, really appreciate it. And I also want to say I'm really flattered about the compliments on my voice. Like people who send me like feedback on the podcast they're always usually like, and you have a great voice for this. And that's so nice. They say that they're like even like relaxed just by the sound of my voice. So that makes me feel great. I did have a lady once as I was like closing out a bank account in college be like, you have a voice for radio. So I thought she was just being nice, but you guys have been mentioning it. So I'm like, let me add that to my resume has a soothing voice. No, I'm totally kidding. But I just wanted to say thanks to everybody. I really appreciate it. And I hope you continue to listen and like all the other episodes. And now that I've just like babbled on like I normally do in the very beginning, we're going to get into this week's episode, which is titled The Nice Guy. We're going to do like a little briefing like we do usually on all the other episodes, get into the stories, hear your guys's feedback from the polls I do and like your stories and answers to the questions I ask and all that good stuff and then kind of end it how we normally do with me venting and talking about more little more detail about that episode so let's get started so we've all heard the saying nice guys finish last and I do believe that in one extent of it but in another, I don't. Because when most men say it, they're talking about they went on this date with this girl and she usually will be like, oh, you're so nice, but I just don't think this is going to work out. And that's typically when guys say it or they use the line. And I'm a firm believer in everything happens for a reason. So yeah, you may have really wanted to go out with this girl and she ended up not wanting to go on another date with you or not wanting to see you again. And you may be bummed out about it. And so you bring up the, well, nice guys finish last. And I just think more people should look at it as like everything happens for a reason kind of thing. Like, There's obviously a reason that this relationship or this potential relationship is ending because it wasn't meant for you. Like that person was not meant for you. So things are being cut off so you can move on to somebody who values you in every 
possible aspect about yourself. And honestly, some women are more attracted to the bad boy type of vibe. But, and women know, I know, most women know, the real bad boy type, like the jerky, inconsiderate, rude, cocky. I mean, this is like the extreme version. This isn't like every bad boy persona, but I'm just using the extreme here because there are some extremes. Don't get me wrong. But that those type of bad boy type of guys, they're never permanent because no one wants to settle down with a guy who has those qualities. They want to settle down with the nice guy. And that's why I do say that it is somewhat true in that extent. Nice guys finish last because they're the ones that you end up with. They're the ones that you want to be with for years to come. They're the ones you want to have children with. They're the ones you want to experience life with because they are kind and they're caring and they're considerate and they're confident and they... They're just the total opposites almost of some of these other guys. So yeah, being like jerky or like coming off in that bad boy way might initially interest some people, but that's not what's going to keep someone around. They want what really matters. They want the good qualities and aspects of a person to have a lifelong connection and relationship with. That's what they're looking for. So nice guys, don't get discouraged if you go out with a girl and she just doesn't seem into it because honestly, she's just not for you. And it's time for you to find somebody who appreciates you and you will find that. So this is actually turning into kind of like a guys episode almost like I hope you guys are listening. I know you are because a lot of you guys are giving me feedback and a lot of you guys actually like answer my polls and my questions and I love that. I love it. I mean, this kind of started out more as like a woman dating advice perspective kind of thing, but I love that everyone's listening and please continue to do so. And this one might even be more geared towards you, so... I hope you take what I'm saying to heart and not get discouraged if you go out with somebody and it ends up not working out. And even for women too, like, I mean, a guy might say, oh, you're a great girl, but you're just, just, I'm not feeling it. And that's totally fine. They're entitled to their own opinion and you're entitled to yours. And, you know, that's kind of like divine intervention telling you, okay, this is not going to work out. Time to move on to the next. So let's get started on my nice guy story. Just a little disclaimer. If you hear any weird noises during any of the episodes, it's probably my dog. She has to be next to me at all times. And she growled at me a little bit in the last segment because I picked her up and she wasn't happy. So I just wanted to put that out there. I don't know how to like edit certain parts on my phone because that's where I record this and so I'm just gonna have to go with it because it takes too long to re-record sorry not sorry I want to start by saying just because you are not the highlight of this episode doesn't mean that you weren't a nice guy if me and you dated I just want to put that out there in case any of them are listening this person just kind of 
went above and beyond my expectations. And I also think that our situation also had a lot to do with it too. So I just wanted to say that just because you're not the main star of this episode doesn't mean that you weren't a nice guy if me and you dated and went on dates, kind of like I said in the beginning. If it didn't work out, we just weren't meant to be. Okay? That's just what it is. So to get started, I have to go back to 2015. Me and my friend were still living in Virginia at that time, and we went down for kind of like a spring break vacation to visit uh, one of our other friends in Boca in South Florida. And we were there, like I said, for a week. We had a lot of fun. We did a lot of things, a lot of fun things. But um, the one thing I remember is meeting the nice guy. That's when it all started. So the day I met him, we were, it was kind of later in the evening and we were getting ready, um, I think, to go out that night. And so we were taking our like shifts to get ready and take a shower and, you know, girl things. So it's my turn and I get out of the shower And before we started getting ready, our friend was like, hey, one of my friends from class is coming over um, and we're going to work on this quiz together kind of thing. And so me and my other friend were like, "Okay, yeah, sure, that's fine. So we just kind of went along as normal. So I get out of the shower and I got like a towel on my head, towel on my body, looking rough to say the least well women will understand I mean like the moment you get out of the shower that is your like purest form like there is no other pure form of how you look as in when you get out of the shower that's why that joke came up years ago like oh take her swimming on the first date so you see what she looks like even that is probably not as bad because you don't have a towel on your head and whatnot but so anyway I'm looking literally fresh out the shower and I walk into the living room and this guy is sitting there and he is beautiful. He is a beautiful guy. And I'm just like, oh my God. Um, well, I just ruined my chances with my face because I'm like out of the shower with nothing on anything, like just almost mortified. And I'm like, well, um, I guess, I guess that's, that's that. I just ruined it the first second. So after I'm done being dramatic, we get ready and it turns out he's actually friends with the girl we're staying with's boyfriend. So he was with us a lot of the times that we went out that week that we were there and we're talking. He's so nice. And, um, one night, we were all at a bar and there had been some drinks and we ended up kissing and it was a nice kiss. It was a nice kiss. Um, but I'm the type of person who does not like to make anybody feel uncomfortable, who does not like to make anybody feel like a third wheel. So I'm like trying to all like keep the situation neutral and not like, be too much with this guy and not make my friends feel awkward. 
So that's kind of where that ended. I mean, we still like talked, but that kiss was kind of like, that was it. Like, not gonna hang out with you separately with my friends. Like I'm there with my friends and there to hang out with my friends. So, and he understood that. So a little bit later, I actually tried to link up with him when I'm in Fort Lauderdale. This was in 2016. Uh, Long story short, the Bachelor casting people wanted me to go to this casting call down in Fort Lauderdale, and he was still living there. So I tried to link up with him when I was down there, but his ex who got mad when she heard about the time that we kissed years the year prior was in the same situation hanging out with the same people that I was when I went down there so it ended up not working out she was still trying to get back with him which I totally don't blame her because he's literally one of the sweetest guys we stayed in touch even I mean even now we stay in touch um so we tried to link up then and it didn't happen and then Back in 2018, I went to Miami with some of my friends here in St. Pete, and it happened to be Ultra Weekend, and now he had moved back to New Jersey, where he's from at this point, and just came down to Miami for Ultra, and then we found out that we were in Miami at the same time. So after like all the Miami shenanigans that weekend... We try to link up that night to like see each other because it had been literally since 2015 that we had actually seen each other. We had, like I said, we'd stayed in touch. He's like always supporting me and like complimenting me and just like saying the sweetest things ever, like on anything for years he had. So this was like the first time I had seen him since 2015. And so we meet up gosh, at like 11 midnight, which if you know Miami, that's like not late at all. And it's me, him, and two of my friends and some guys that they brought with them. So we're all hanging out, having a good time. And a few of them ended up leaving. And then a few of us wanted to stay out later. So we got into even some more shenanigans, which I will not discuss (laughs) here. But It was really great seeing him again and still just being in his, like, presence again from, like, 2015. He was the exact same person. He was so sweet. He, like, just—literally, when I think of, like, the perfect nice guy, it's him. Like, he has everything that I would husband up in a minute. And I'm still trying to get him to move to Florida— because he's just perfect. Like, he's all around perfect. But he's living his life, doing his thing in New Jersey. Like I said, we stay in touch. He's literally still the sweetest guy ever. And so that is my nice guy story. We didn't even officially date, which I know is kind of, like, different because this is, like, date me or hate me. But, I mean, like, there's still this, like, connection between me and him. Not, like, a obviously super, super close one because one, we're, we don't live close at all. Two, I haven't seen him except twice, but
but we kind of like pin pal it up. So that's really how we stay connected. But he's just literally all around the sweetest guy and he deserved the nice guy title and I had to give it to him. There was like nobody else that deserved it more than him. Even with our like very brief interaction physically, like I said, him just like staying in touch and like just always being there and still communicating and like everything he does. Super great guy. Now, I also kind of want to mention nice guy number two, who I have kind of been seeing here lately. He is just, it's like I'm back in, like I've been there. I'm sorry. But it's like the feeling like I'm back when like men actually courted women and like did super nice things for him. Like I know our first date, he like drove all the way to St. Pete to pick me up just to drive in the complete opposite direction again. And we had a great dinner. We actually like split everything, which I like because I like having a variety. And I know like on a first date that can be kind of uncomfortable to some people, but I was completely comfortable with him. We were like trying a bunch of different things and talking about what we liked. And it's just a a very comfortable interaction and it always has been even from the beginning. So that was good. And then he drove me all the way back. He opens my car door. He like recommends books to me. He's like, oh, I think you'll like this. We also like got sushi once and he's like, eat whatever you want. Like we watched Sex in the City one time, like because I went to watch it. It's just like, it's not just because he does everything I want to do because like, I also care about what he wants to do. And we also talk about his, uh, like business ventures, his life, what he's doing, but it's just really refreshing to have somebody like care about what you want and like want to like make you happy and want to do like what's right and like cares about what you have to say and like thinks about you that sounds a little like I swear it's just because he's 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 super he's super great he has a lot of energy he's fun he's honest like I am and like I said he just does all these super nice things that is almost kind of foreign today sometimes in the dating world. So props to you guys. Like I said, they're not the only nice guys I've ever talked to or dated or what have you, but these things have really stuck out to me because they are going the extra mile and they have always gone the extra mile from the beginning and that hasn't stopped. So if you feel like you're being extra guys, don't don't feel that way unless she mentions it. Now, you should have open communication. If you're doing something like that you think is like super nice and it probably it really is. Like I remember I had a boyfriend in high school and he would text me like, how's your day? Every day. And for some reason, that just annoyed me. And it shouldn't because that is so nice. But if there are little things that like a guy's doing that is annoying you ladies that you that is actually like super nice just tell them just be like hey I realize 
that you are doing something so sweet by asking me how my day was every day, but it's a little bit much every single day. Like maybe just ask me on days, you know, that are like important or going to be long or, you know, what have you like, just communicate. Cause that's so important. Okay. So now that I'm off my little soapbox, it's time for the questions and poll results from you guys. So let's move on to that. All right. So let's see what you guys had to say. So I did a poll, did two polls, actually. The first one I said, are you more attracted to the bad boy or the good guy? And 65% of you said the bad boy and 35% said the good guy. Then I asked, if you're currently with someone, are they the bad boy or good guy type? 31% of you said the bad boy and 69% of you said the good guy. And I didn't look at everybody's responses because that would have taken forever. But I did notice that a lot of people were either with the good guy and attracted to the good guy or were with the good guy and attracted to the bad boy. There were a few that were like, oh, well, I'm attracted to the bad boy, but I'm with and I'm with the bad boy. But like I said, and like the results mention, most people ended up with a good guy. So like I said before, nice guys finish last. It's because you guys get the girl in the end. Just think of it that way. It also kind of made me think of when people say, you know, like date blondes, but marry brunettes like a brunette is who you marry. It's kind of like the nice guys who you marry, like at the end of the day, no one wants to be stuck with a jerk. (laughs) That's just what it is. So now moving on to your guys' stories kind of and comments. So I asked what makes a guy a good guy or what makes someone like a good person, I should guess I should say. So S said... That her boyfriend has like the bad boy exterior. He has like a beard and he's tall and rides motorcycles. My type of girl right there. Um, But he's the nicest and best guy there is personality wise. So I mean, you know, there's where it's like the bad boy like type attracts you. But he could be a good guy inside too. So never judge a book by its cover, they say. She also said... What makes a good guy is their heart, their moral values, how they treat others, and that they're humble. And that is so true. I mean, kind of like before, these these qualities are what makes somebody someone you want to be with long term. Like the bad boy, like jokes and like sarcasm and like jerky, cocky attitude is fun at first, but it's not, it's not a permanent thing. And so, yeah, that's kind of described that, described the, the good guy qualities. Next up we have C. C said, what makes a good guy is them being a good listener. Like they actually listen to you. And I think this is so important because you hear a lot of women say this quality in like the men they end up with. Like he listens to me and A lot of times the kind of bad boy persona, and most of the time it's the extreme version we talked about earlier, they only care about themselves. They're very selfish. So 
they don't actually really listen to what you're saying. You're trying to communicate with them, but they're not listening because honestly, they don't care. Like, I don't know how else to say it without being like totally blunt, but they don't listen because they don't care. They don't care how you feel. They don't care about making the situation better. Oftentimes, it's also not temporary, it's not permanent, I should say, for them. So, you know, that relationship or the relationship you have, they don't care about because they can just move on to the next one. And another that's another reason why the good guy wins in the end. So thanks, C, for that. Next up, we have Jay. Jay said, what makes a good, a good guy is someone that's always there for you and supportive. Someone that's caring, listens, listens again, pops up, adapts, and recognizes when they're wrong. Honestly, everyone should be this way. Guy, girl, I don't care. Everyone should be supportive to their partner. Everyone should be caring. Everyone should really listen and try to understand their partner. They should definitely admit when they're wrong. And I know that that can be difficult. Like everyone has an ego and it's hard to say when you're wrong. Even when you realize you're also wrong, a lot of times people don't admit it. They still don't want to admit it. That's the ego talking. So honestly, everyone should be that way. So thank you, Jay, for saying that. That's just what makes a good overall person. Um, S number two said that empathy is what makes a good guy. And that kind of goes along with some of the other things that we said, you know, being able to care about and feel things rather than being like the bad boy can be sometimes and just not caring, not having any feelings or pretending like they don't. I mean, because honestly, everyone feels. Um, Some can just turn them on and off and the intensity can be adjusted accordingly. So empathy is definitely important as well. V said, a good guy is someone that loves his family, has good morals, and is faithful. Those are also great, great qualities. And you can obviously tell that some of these overlap. A lot of people said some of the similar things. So when we're trying to be good people all around, we should definitely take some of these qualities and try to apply them into our life if we haven't already. And I mean, a lot of people do already have these qualities, but sometimes we do need to amp them up a little bit. We need to, you know, focus more on being better people sometimes. And that's for everybody. Everybody has room to grow and be better. So let's take these qualities that we strive for in a good guy and a good person and a good girl and a good whatever and apply them to ourselves. So then the next person we're, we're with, you know, gets to have that good guy or that good girl or that, you know, person in their life that makes them happy. I also asked about like other good guy stories you guys wanted to share. And only one person said something. And A said, I once shared food with a homeless person on a train. That That's really nice of you. But I don't think that makes you like a good guy. Like it does. It's a great act of kindness. But it's a lot of other things that are involved in being a good person, a good guy. That definitely adds brownie points. Don't get me wrong, A, you get brownie points for that. But I don't think that's like the one thing that gets you there. So like I said, let's keep striving to be the best version of ourselves that we can be. 
to be good people. And like they say, you attract what you put out. So let's be great, amazing people, good people, and we'll get that back. So next up, I'm going to kind of go on my little venting spree to end out the episode as I normally do. So let's do it. I know I've kind of already vented a lot of my thoughts and opinions, so it won't be too long. Um, But obviously, to reiterate, it's the nice guy. It's a nice person that people end up with at the end of the day. Like being a good human being is what people want in a partner, in any type of partner. This is somebody that you're going to be with for hopefully the rest of your life. This is a person you're going to make a home with. This is a person you're going to have a family with. Like this is your person and you want them to be a good person. So I think what I want everyone to kind of take from this is that we can all work to be the nice guy or the nice girl. Now that's not to say like let people walk all over you because a lot of times people do mistake kindness for weakness and that's not what I'm saying. Like don't let people walk all over you. Don't let if you do end up going on a date with like the bad boy type of guy, don't let him walk all over you. Stand up for yourself. But just know then in that instance, like this is obviously somebody that I don't want to be with and kind of end it there and then move on. So you open the doors for your nice guy to come to you. And so that you can, you know, have the opportunity to meet that person, because when you're stuck on something that's obvious that it's not meant for you, you do close a lot of doors in order to meet anybody else. So if you feel like something's not working, they're not you know, your morals aren't aligning, your your views aren't aligning with somebody to a point where you don't think that it can work long term, it's time to move on. Like, we don't know how much time we have in this life. So we don't want to waste it when we already have the knowledge that this probably isn't going to work and it's probably not the best thing for us. So like I said before, let's work on being the best people we can be, the best versions of ourselves that will bring in that person to you. And I believe that everyone has their person out there. Um, You don't have to go searching for it. It'll just happen how it's supposed to. And I do want to say too that looks and like being the guy with all the attention that a lot of the bad boy types can be is only going to get you so far, guys. Like, I get it that you're getting all this attention. It's fun. It's, you know, makes you feel good. But at the end of the day, you're not going to have anybody there for you when you really need it because you are acting that type of way. You're not, you know, giving them the things that they need long term. And you're just kind of kidding yourself at that point. Like, yeah, it's fun to, like I said, get that attention and be that way and get whatever girl or whatever you want but no one's gonna stick around if you're a jerk or if you're cocky and there is a difference guys between cocky and confident cocky is like the degrading the thinking you're better than everybody else the like just constantly talking about yourself and not really caring about anybody else whereas confident is like knowing who you are knowing what you're capable of 
not having to talk down to anybody, not having to put others down in order to make yourself feel better. So if you don't know the difference, definitely get hip on that because I've seen a lot of guys mistake cocky for confident and it's time that you guys realized. That's all I gotta say. And obviously I kind of talked about this in the pretty boy episode. I mean, I used to be super shallow. I'm not going to say I don't care about looks because I do. Everybody does to some extent, like I also mentioned before, but I have really grown to realize how much I care about someone being a good person. Like when I'm dating somebody, they have to be a good person. They have to have those qualities that we talked about. And like I said, I know everybody's not perfect. I'm not looking for someone that's perfect. But you can kind of tell when somebody is a genuinely nice person and a genuinely good person. And that's what I feel like is really what I'm searching for and really like going to solidify me in my decision one day when I do find somebody that I want to be with, hopefully forever. I mean, I'm a hopeless romantic guy, so I am hoping to find my person. So, yeah. Now, I kind of want to switch gears a little bit because I feel like it kind of goes a little bit with this week's episode. I want to talk about the Netflix show Love is Blind. Because when they start out, I don't know, some of you guys are watching. I know that, but some aren't. But if you don't know, they start out in these pods where they're basically talking to each other through a wall. Because they're trying to establish an emotional connection and really understand each other verbally before they physically meet. And I kind of liked that. The fact I don't like is that they're like forcing them to like propose in order to even see each other. And then like they have to go through with the marriage and stuff. And like marriage is a huge step. And so that part of the show I feel like is a little bit much. But I guess that's why it's a show because it has to be dramatic to some extent like that but like I'm in love with Cameron and I think it's Lauren I don't I don't know like all their names of course I know Jessica's because she's driving me insane right now um as I'm sure other people feel the same because Mark is such a nice guy like Mark is a nice guy like if I knew Mark he'd probably be the star of the show like let's be real he has like put up with all of Jessica's crap he's like doing all this romantic stuff for her and she's just like I don't know if I like him maybe I don't I was gonna try to do her little baby voice but I don't think I can like oh Mark (laughs) no see obviously no I can't but I like the idea of it because I do think the emotional part is so important and sometimes we do get blinded by the physical either by like shutting people down right away because they don't physically look how we prefer or either like being so into how they look physically that we don't kind of realize that we're not matching up emotionally either so I do like the like overall concept of the show but like I said the marriage thing is really dramatic like that's a huge step like legally as well as like just emotionally like you were marrying somebody so I mean I guess we're all waiting for like the finale I don't even think I'm at like the finale finale part but I'm pretty freaking close and it's just been kind of crazy watching it 
But I just wanted to bring it up because I do feel like it kind of went with the topic today. Like a lot of the guys really opened up and you really realize they are these super nice guys and you realize these girls are kind of like, wow, I never would have dated somebody like this, but he's exactly what I want. And it's kind of like, you know, that is the quality that you want to marry somebody. So I get why they jump to marriage. But then again, like they're all, they're doing this in like, what, four weeks. They're like meeting to getting married and that's just insane to me. But it does seem like a few of them do have really good potential because they did establish that emotional connection. So I'm curious to see how that goes. (laughs) And I'm sure you guys are too, if you're watching and maybe the topic will pop up again on another podcast episode. But for now, I hope you guys enjoyed listening and I will see you next Thirsty Thursday for another episode.